Backlinks. Do you even know what backlinks are? A lot of podcasters really don't. On this episode, I'm going to tell you what backlinks are and why high quality backlinks can get your podcast found. My name is Carrie Green, and I am the client happiness guy at podcastfasttrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Okay, now the term backlinks is really kind of an SEO term, search engine optimization. And that's what I talked about on episode 74 is ways that you can optimize your blog posts, your actual website content, so that you can be found more easily through organic search on the search engines like Google and Bing and Yahoo and whatever else kind of a funny name of a website comes out to help us search for things in the future. But This episode is going a little bit deeper into that idea of getting organic traffic to your website. So in this episode, I'm going to dig into the topic of building high-quality backlinks. Now, this is not something many podcasters do. It's not something many podcasters know how to do. And that's exactly why I'm going to tell you what it is and how to do it. Okay, it's probably a good idea if we start out defining what we mean by backlinks. If you don't know what that term means, I don't really blame you. It's not something you hear a lot about as a podcaster. So a backlink, what is a backlink? Well, a backlink is essentially any link out there on the internet that points to your website. So you see links like this all the time, but you don't think of them in terms of backlinks. For example, say that you go on to foxnews.com. And you see a link within an article that's pointing to some other article, like it's citing the article as a resource for where it got its information. Well, if you're to click on that link that you see, it will take you to that other website. That link is a backlink for the website you just went to. Do you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't belong to that website. It belongs to Fox News. But it is pointing to their website, and so they would refer to that link on the Fox News website as a backlink. Now, you may think about that, and you say, well, backlinks, that's on somebody else's website. How do I have any control whatsoever over the backlinks that are out there pointing to me? Well, there are ways to go about doing that, and it's to your advantage to go about doing that because Google in particular, and most likely being in Yahoo and all the other search engines, Use backlinks as one way of telling whether or not your website is worthy of them ranking higher in the search rankings. Just think about it. If Fox News, for example, just to stick with the example, 
links to your website as a resource for something they're saying, that automatically gives you a little more authority in the eyes of the reader. And Google recognizes that, Bing recognizes that, Yahoo recognizes that. And so they therefore consider you to be a little more of an authority on that subject that the website is talking about. And so they're going to bump you a little bit up in the search engine rankings because of that backlink. So as a podcaster, it is to your benefit to spend the time to build backlinks. And I think this is a way that anybody can do this. If you just set aside the time to do it a little bit every week, you don't have to sit down and optimize every page of your website for backlinks. You just need to do a few at a time, put it into your calendar and do it regularly. Now, how do you go about building backlinks? Well, I'm going to give you some examples in these next few sections of ways podcasters can much more naturally create backlinks than you might imagine. All right, I think one of the most obvious ways for podcasters to build backlinks is to do so in cooperation with the guests that they have on their show. For example, you can listen back to some of the episodes that I've recorded before, and I've done interview episodes with various people. There's Rob Walsh. There's Tom Schwab of Interview Valet. There's the guys from cleanfeed.net. There's Josh from Zencaster. You can find all those back episodes in my catalog. And what I didn't do at the time, and I'm slowly but surely going back through those old posts to do what I'm about to tell you, is to build backlinks from those. Now, how would I suggest you do that? Well, let me just use Josh from Zencaster as an example. I can go to that episode. I can see the things that we talked about, and I can reach out to Josh personally. You see, Josh already knows me on a first name basis. In fact, we just met at Podcast Movement in Anaheim. It was great to connect with him in person finally. And I could ask Josh, hey, Josh, this link and provide him the link is the episode that I recorded with you. Is there any way you could do me the favor of linking to this episode via the Zencaster website in some way, maybe on your blog, maybe in resources, maybe in a page you have where you list your appearances on different podcasts. You see, and what I'm doing is I'm asking Josh to do two things. Number one, he is helping me and people love to help people. He's helping me by giving that link to my podcast episode because he is probably going to understand the power of backlinks. But secondly, he's actually positioning himself in a higher place by saying, look at Zencaster being featured on this podcast. You see, it's not just a good idea in our mind. It's a good idea in this podcaster's mind. And you see the point. You see, Josh is going to get benefit from it and I'm going to get benefit from it. It's a win-win situation to reach out to your guests. So I can go back through all of my episodes where I've had a guest and I can reach out to that guest again and I can make my backlinking strategy more effective. But you don't only have to do it retroactively, meaning on episodes you've already published. You can put this into place for how you respond to your guests after you've published your interview. I hope all of you have a process for passing along resources to your guests once you've published the interview. You should include things like links to the episode, social media shares, etc. And part of that outreach after it's been published is to ask your guest for that backlink. And you do it real similar to what I just suggested you do with a guest from a previous episode, but you do it immediately. 
when you've already published the episode. And that enables them to do it while it's top of mind. It enables you to have the opportunity to connect with them while the iron is still hot, so to speak. And it seems like just a good way to go about continuing to build your relationship with that guest. So that's strategy number one for building backlinks as a podcaster. Reach out to your guests. It's a very natural way to get that backlink. Now, the second suggestion that I would make for how you can build backlinks is if you ever mention resources in your podcast episode. For example, you'll hear me on my podcast episodes. I mention Ringer sometimes, or I'll mention Libsyn many times, or Podbean, or things like that. And so when I do that, I now have the opportunity. It's not quite as natural as with the guests, but I have the opportunity to send an email quickly to that organization or that company and say, hey, I just gave a shout out to your product on this episode of my podcast, and I provide the link. And I say, would you do me the favor and yourself as well by posting a link to the episode? It'll not only give me the power of a great backlink from a reputable website and see I'm I'm promoting them in that way. I'm making them think that I think well of them, which I do, or else I wouldn't have mentioned it as a resource. But I'm also able to say, and it will give you an opportunity to point to a location where your product has been featured in a positive light. And you see what you're doing there. It's the same thing you're doing with the guest. You're showing the win-win of the situation and you're asking for that backlink. It's a natural way to do it. And as I said, it's not quite as natural as with the guest that you had on your show, but it's still pretty natural. And I think you can write that email in a way that shows the win-win situation and doesn't come across as just a, hey, gimme, 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 gimme sort of a thing. You're able to show that you're wanting to add value to them as well as receive value for yourself. I think that one is pretty much a no-brainer. Okay, now here's the third way I would suggest that you can get some backlinks for episodes on your podcast. And this one, out of the three, is a little more difficult. You have to get pretty good at writing a persuasive email that's going to get this one to happen, but it can happen and it does happen. I see people do it all of the time. If you want to see a guy who does this well, There is an internet marketer out there named Neil Patel, and Neil has a lot of articles about effective backlinking. In fact, I'll include a link to one of those in my show notes for this episode. So I'm going to provide a backlink to Neil in this episode, which you can find at podcastfasttrack.com slash 75. Or if you're listening on an app, you can swipe right to the description right now and you'll find that link. And Neil can tell you some very effective ways to write these kinds of emails. And who are you going to write these emails to? Well, here's the third tip. Write it to resources or websites out there on the internet who write or publish about related topics to yours. So say your episode is about underwater basket weaving for pregnant women. (laughs) You might reach out to websites that have to do with pregnant women, websites that have to do with underwater basket weaving. Websites that have to do with women in general. You see, you get the point. There are all kinds of little tangents off of your topic that you talked about in that episode where someone out there who's writing their own great content would benefit from having a link to another resource in their web article. Because you see, Google also boosts you in the rankings if you're linking out from your site to other people. So this whole backlinking strategy goes both ways. There's benefit on both sides of the coin. 
And if you are reaching out kindly in the ways that Neil suggests in the article that I've linked to, you can provide that resource to somebody because your podcast episode has to do with the same topic that they're talking about. Now, this one takes a little more research. Obviously, you've got to Google some sites and find things that you want to be on. You also don't want to be on just any old site. You want to make sure it's a reputable site. So generally speaking, if the site is badly written or it's got ads all over it, or it's just not a very user-friendly site, Google is not going to rank those very well to begin with. And so you being linked on that site could actually be detrimental to your ranking because they already don't see that site as a reputable site. So they're not going to see the link to you as a reputable link. So you have to be careful about this. And Neil talks about this in the article that I've linked. But it is a valid strategy. And Neil actually gives you some stats and some examples of how he's used this strategy to rank blog posts in a very short amount of time. Now, keep in mind, this requires time, it requires know-how, and it requires consistency. Remember, you don't have to do all of this at once. You can do a little bit at a time. And if you begin doing it with Every episode from here forward in terms of reaching out to your guests, finding places to reach out to and just make it part of your workflow. It's going to be much easier for you to do and to actually get caught up on your back work because at some point you're going to hit your break even point where you've already done it on the future episodes and you're done with all the past episodes. And so now you're just moving forward with your new workflow. Hello? Backlinks. Man, I think backlinks are huge for boosting your podcast's in terms of the blog post that contains your podcast episode so that you can get more organic search. And let's just clarify that real quickly. If someone is searching podcast about underwater basket weaving for pregnant women, and that's what your episode was about, you want that post that you've published to come up as high in the rankings as you can. And that backlink is going to be an essential part of making that happen. If you have any questions or maybe you are an expert on backlinking, Shoot me an email, carrie, C-A-R-E-Y, at podcastfasttrack.com and give me your suggestions or your questions or even your snide remarks. I don't mind. Hey, you know what time it is, right? It's time for you to go out and make it a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes, all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Podcastificating day.